ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is time for the dark carousel. <laughs> All righty then. Hello, kitties. On today's Dark Carousel podcast, we are going to be talking with the owner of Hell's Dungeon, Fred Hearn. So, with that being said, uh, if you want, we'll bring in the snacks guy. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, like Mr. Sweet said, we get to sit down and talk to the owner, Fred Hearn, from Hell's Dungeon here in Dayton, Ohio. Um, They've been around for... I honestly think, I don't know. I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't think uh, they've been around long, but I know they. Well, I know they've been around for at least five. It's probably longer than that, but I know they've been doing it for at least five years. Um, they did the same thing, kind of like some of the other haunts we've been talking to. I know they did. They took an old department store. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do believe it's an old Sears building. I think it's Kmart. Well, this has a basement, and back in the day, Sears, oh. Sears were. They're kind of like Kmart's back in the day, the old, old ones. Yeah. But they also had sometimes like a service department downstairs. What what place had uh, Sears in it? Was that a... Well, those were usually malls, but they also had a few that were separate from malls too back in the yeah, day. Yeah, remember, back, back in the I'm, day. didn't uh, Kohl's here in Middletown have one? What? Have a Sears? No. Was that JCPenney? No. And the, at the mall, yes, Sears used to... Like the Middletown Mall, Sears used to be on the other side of JCPenney, yeah. but it was... Because our mall was weird shaped. Yeah. Ours was like a try, like a try looking thing. It had three wings on it. It was weird. I don't know. I don't it had like a center, and it had like three different branches. But Sears was on a branch. Sears was on a branch, and then Lazarus, long way before your time, was on the other end. But they closed that down many moons ago. But needless to say, so it's one of those things that, again, I know the building itself. It might have been. I don't know. But I just know it has a basement, and that's how people actually go into it. They go down the steps to go into the basement. So, anyhow. Yeah, guys, um, Hell's Dungeon. Um, they're located uh, 3866 Linden Avenue, Dayton, Ohio. Um, they finally have a walkthrough. Um, go on YouTube and type in Hell's Dungeon, Dayton, Ohio. Um, a guy named Rex Stick Adventures. Um, he did a walkthrough. Uh, it was about 27 minutes long. It was a fun ride to watch. Um, a lot of good actors, a lot of amazing scenes. We should um, tell that next time we see Rex. Dude, you're going to be our field reporter. He is. <laughs> he should be our field Let's reporter. go to live you, Rex. <laughs> <laughs> it's raining. No, but yeah, uh, it was really cool to actually finally just see Hell's Dungeon without being there. Uh, unfortunately, since we're haunters, we can't go out and venture off and go see the hunt. So that's why we got Rex. <laughs> so thank you, Rex. <clears throat> um, so... We need to talk to him about that. <laughs> Guess what, buddy? Congratulations. You're now Dark Carousel's official reporter. Yeah. I think we need to do that. But yeah, um, guys, go check them out. They got a really cool backstory uh, on their website. Um, <laughs> I could just see him now sending him down to hurricanes. <laughs> How's the weather down there, Rex? <laughs> um, yeah, they have this really cool... Um, it's, you go to their page, the homepage, and then click the three bars in the right-hand corner and click on Who Are We? And they, it has this whole story. I'm not going to read it or whatever. Um, and it says our mission with a whole group picture with all these haunt actors and stuff. And it's basically like they're they're trying 
they're getting all these as these rejects that didn't want to be, you know, wanted. And um, I feel like that a lot. And that's what it literally says. So I'm not calling anybody rejects, but people that feel rejected and stuff. You know, Fred opens up his arms and says, come on in, guys. Let's you guys are equal, just like everybody else. And that's what creates, you know, Hell's Dungeon. They all group together, team up one big family, and they just put on a hell of a show through September and October. Um, so I'm definitely excited to hear, excuse me, about his story on how Hell's Dungeon and where it started and what his initial goal is with Hell's Dungeon. And then, before we give him a call, go back to the three bars in the right-hand corner and uh, click on uh, where are you at? And it says, welcome to hell. And then the first picture is Rufus, they're, um, the devil. And it has a whole story with pictures and everything about their characters. And it's just a whole ride. For all you kitties that like an illustrated book. Yeah, so like I love when haunts do that. They basically give a story. Like if I'm going to go to a haunt, I want to see if they have a story like Hell's Dungeon where, you know, you're going through the you know seven layers of hell. And I just think it's just really neat. So let's give old Fred Hearn, a, give him a big old shout out and a big old call. And I know he's pretty excited for this one. So here we go, Fred. <clears throat> this happens. Hello. Hello, is this Fred? Yes, sir. Give me one second. Yes, sir. Hey, what's going on, brother? No, no, a whole bunch. How are you, buddy? I'm here, man. Out here trying to finish the job and get ready for this evening. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my name is Arthur. Uh, I am the co-owner of Dark Carousel Podcast, and right next to me is the other co-owner, uh, Steve. Hello, Hello Steve. Fred. Nice to meet y'all. Nice to meet y'all. Well, man, I'm <clears throat> pretty excited about this. Um I know we've been wanting to try to get a hold of you for a while, and uh, our buddy that works with us, Corey, his girlfriend, oh, yeah. Ani, works there, and they're like, well, let's, why don't you guys try uh, Hell's Dungeon? So we definitely reached out. We got a message back, and here we are, man. And the, hey, I appreciate it, man. You're, you're welcome so much. I know it's really exciting because I um, finally got to see a walkthrough um, from Rex Ticks Adventure. When he came out, okay. there, um, I was really excited to finally see what's going on in that, you know, creepy haunt of yours. Well, I can't wait to get, I can't wait to get you down there. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, you guys have a really, really cool story. I just got on your website. It's the first time I've been on your website, and I was searching around and stuff, and I clicked on um, "Who Are We," and I read your miss the mission blog, and that is awesome. Um, your guys' story on how you guys basically take in the rejects to make them feel like they're wanted and a big family exactly. and stuff. And I respect yep. that 100% because, you know, I was a black sheep, of, black sheep of my family for the longest time. And once I started haunting, it made me feel like that was normal. And I, I have noticed that with this industry. I haven't been in this industry. The day I got into this industry is the day I got my keys for the haunted house. I've never acted before, never was a manager or anything like that. But it's just something I wanted to do once I started looking into it. 
And once I went down and met, uh, he's my mentor, Travis Bowling, down at the American Horrorplex, mm-hmm. just to see their family and what they do. You know, the, their chant is one of us right. because everybody's one, you know, everybody's the same. And my story got started is if you wanted to get to the dungeon, you had to go through our main street. And that was the ones that weren't good enough. They were sort of rejected yep. and put over in this place to take somebody's soul so they could go have some fun. Yep. Well, once I started thinking about that rejects and, and, and what it means to be rejected, you know, uh, it, I just started looking around at all the people in the industry that I've met, you know, and any other person, they may be an oddball or, you know, or it, it don't matter if you're black, white, gay, straight, tall, short, fat, you know, uh, it was just the way everybody came together yep. and, and did that one thing that they loved. And that was putting everything out of their mind and getting in there and hunting. That's right. That's, that's so, 100% right. And, and that's what we wanted down there. That's why we call ourselves rejects. You know, some people look at us like, why the hell would you want to call yourself a reject? <laughs> we'll look at the meaning of it. Ask me, you know, and I'll tell you. Yep. So you'll see on all our shirts and stuff like that, we, we put it on there. But what we eventually want to do is start a nonprofit. Yep. And work with kids and, and, and adults or anybody that, you know, maybe down on their luck and, and just try to help them out. Let them know that, hey, you are one of us. You're a reject. So and help them through life if we can. Well, that's that's really good to hear because there's a lot of haunts out there that, you know, they, they do it for money or they do it for publicity or they just do it just to get their name out there. But I love like your your story is it's just remarkable because. A lot of people don't understand um, the, the the normal people um, don't don't understand how how much of it, of an impact haunt has taken over these people's lives, and it's it's an, it's not a bad thing at all. It's a really good thing, and and it's not just oh, exactly. it's not just Halloween. All right, it's 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 just a fact that through. Well, through my eyes, uh, it's 365 days out of the year. It's every day oh, for me. And I couldn't do anything without it. I, I, I breathe it. I speak about it every single day. I that's, yep. all, that's all I think about is haunting, scaring people, horror yep. movies, and that's just who I am, and that's who I'm going to be until yep. the day I'm dead. And, and, hey, dead. and there, ain't a, there ain't a dang thing wrong with that. But I just yeah, you said something at the beginning of this. You said there's money in this stuff. What year do I get to see that? <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm still waiting for that. So, so if you ask me what I do it for, I can definitely tell you it's not for money right now. Absolutely. It's going to come. You know, we're, we're new. Yep. Uh, but I do it because I love it. And like I said, where I was in the Air Force and, and I was a single dad raising my girls, I was able to see a lot of these kids. We like working with kids as well. A lot of our actors come in, but they're teenagers, yep. you know. And uh, we've actually got three uh, dolls uh, that work our queue line that are, I believe, eight and under. Six, wow. seven, and eight, I think, is what they are. And, you know, the, the people love it. You know, they, I don't know what to say, they freak me out. <laughs> you know, seeing three little doll faces looking at you, just cute as could be, but so scary as well. Yep. Yeah, I understand that 100%. So, well, let's ask some questions and let's get this interview on the road. All right, man. So tell us who you are, what's your haunt's name, and what got you um, what got you going into this stuff. Yeah, my name's Fred Hearn. I'm the owner operator and uh, head reject at Hell's Dungeon, located at 3866 Linden Avenue in Dayton, Ohio. 
Uh, we're in the rear of the shopping center to the right. So basically going between the two buildings uh, of the shopping center, East Town Shopping Center, and turn right, we got big old signs out. So uh, it, it is a little tricky to find, but we've gotten a lot more signage out this year to help us out. So uh, hopefully you'll be able to find us pretty easily. So uh, what, made, what made me get into it? Like I said, I, I, my, my dad had just passed away in 2010. Uh, I knew I was coming up on retirement uh, in 2014 from the Air Force. And I just wanted to know, you know, what do you want to do with your life? You know, and I went into, not going to lie, I went into a Spirit Hollywood store over on Airway up here in Dayton. Mm -hmm. And as I walked in, the little $40 cheap jumping spider scared the crap out of me. <laughs> and I walked through that store, man, I looked at their animatronics, and I just got hooked from there you know i brought my mother up and uh every time she'd walk by one you know it, it scared the crap out of her so i thought man how cool is this so i did my first little yard haunt and or not haunt but decorations and every halloween i did it it rained for three years so i was like you know i don't want to do this on halloween so that's when i decided to do an indoor hunt okay. and that was what i wanted i wanted an indoor hunt uh, went and looked at my building and and was able to get it. And Transworld, you've been out Transworld. Yeah. We started going out there, meeting people. Uh, this industry has just been awesome to me. That's all I can say. I've got friends all the way from Connecticut to California. And, you know, just like, like we said, it's a family. It is. And it, it's a big-ass family. And I know about an Air Force family, so. I know how that goes, but having friends all around, you know, the country is just awesome to be able to message and say, hey, man, I got a question about this. Not too many people are scared to hide their secrets. You know, they'll let it out. Yep. Sure. They sure will. And like I said, seeing all that is what that means to us. That's, that's, that's wonderful. Um, um, I know when I went to Transworld to, uh, <clears throat> Hold on a sec. He's laughing at me. So I used the word wonderful a bunch in my in my in his last interview. He used the word wonderful like five hundred times. <laughs> and I was like oh, wow, okay. I was hoping this lady, like we were interviewing, I was hoping she wouldn't like think he was trying to just be like ignoring her the whole interview. And I was like cracking up when he started the word wonderful. <laughs> I had to pay attention. I had to ask him, Hey, are, are you talking to me? Yeah, and that's <laughs> the thing. He he just sometimes he'll just get going and he says the same <laughs> shit over and over. It's like, dude, you learn another word read a vocab you know book shit oh fuck okay yeah so anyways yeah i went uh trans world back in 2018 i've been haunting wonderful um, wonderful show isn't it yes, wonderful show. absolutely and um i think uh since i i've been haunting since 2006 i believe that was my first year haunting i was 14 years old and i haven't missed a year yet so this is going on my 16th year and I first started at uh, Chambers of Horror here in Middletown, Ohio, and okay. um, I loved it. I I couldn't. I was hooked immediately. I I just I wanted more. So throughout the years, I did my thing, and then my first year where I actually started to realize how big the haunt industry really was was in 2018 when I had the privilege of going with Land of Illusion to Transworld. Yeah, and yeah. um. My mind was blown away. I've seen them on YouTube before, but I've never seen anything like that in person. Um, so that's when my basically my haunt career t 
took off, uh, you know, like yeah. 12 years later. The love of it. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's got yeah. bigger and bigger. And each and every year that I, you know, go out there and I act or I do makeup or I go through a haunt or I see new haunts coming up out of nowhere, I just want more of it. So we, we did. Oh, we, yeah. We created this show back in 2019 for just uh, like Steve and I just to talk. We weren't really we didn't really have um, a niche about anything. We didn't know what to talk about. And just recently, about six or seven months ago, we finally figured out what we need to talk about. And it's haunting. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's to hear people's stories is to hear how things started, how you know, with haunt owners, haunt actors, special effects companies, anything that involves haunting. So, well, that's what we need to talk about. So we, we started researching and then we set up our first interview on our second season and just start taking off. And I, I can't get enough of it, but trans world itself is it's, it's, it's infinite. Yeah. I wish they would come closer. You know, You know, that would be nice. That would be nice. You know, you always hear talks are going to go to Indy or this or that, you know. Well, Wherever they go, us idiots are still going to travel. You yep. figured with Ohio being the haunt capital of the world, you figure they would come to Cincinnati at least because yeah. Duke Energy Center is plenty big enough for Transworld. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm like, I've been, you know, to several conventions throughout my life. And, you know, the building that these places are in, they're good size. But Duke Energy Center is more than plenty big enough, and I don't understand why they wouldn't want to come to Cincinnati. Because, I mean, I know they do Whorehound in Sharonville, but yeah. I still think you should bring a huge... Two totally different thing. Yeah, you should bring a definitely a trans world type or trans world to Cincinnati, and I think it would be big for them because it would be a lot easier for the East Coast people to come. Because if you look at the map for all the haunts for each state... Again, Ohio, of course, leads it. Then it's California. But after that, majority of your haunts are Midwest to East Coast. Exactly. So why exactly. wouldn't you bring your show closer to that? Instead, because yeah, I think on that map, Montana's got like six. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. Houses, you yeah. Know? I mean, <laughs> so. and, it's, and Canada has like the whole country combined. It has like ten. So, because I have a buddy that lives wow. in Canada, and we actually did an interview with him, and you know, we asked him about how their haunt experience is up there, and and he flat out said, "Dude, it's far and few between because we just don't have like it's not a big thing like it is for you guys." So, yeah. Again, yeah. I oh, it's life. It's definitely uh, a life. We've talked with different owners of other FX companies that go to Transworld and that are really good friends with Transworld. You know, not owners, yeah. but you know, the board, and we've tried yeah. we've tried to get them to get us to where we can, you know, do an interview with one of their head people. And that would be something I would ask, you know, why can't we get this to come to Ohio? Because that is where it's all at anyway. So why not? But yeah. I mean, uh, each you own. know, it's so that I, I don't get into a lot of it, but a lot of that, I think is politics. You know, like I said, I don't talk politics or anything like that, but you know, I've had a discussion with somebody up on the board and, uh, you know, it, it was crazy, the stuff I was hearing. And, yeah. you know, there's new shows popping up. Uh, I don't know. Have you interviewed Maximus yet from Ohio uh, Hunt Association? Uh, no, I have not. No, we uh, – Oh, bro. The, the only interview that we did with a review board was Scare Factor. Okay. Well, reach out to – he works there at Denton. He's a pumpkin smasher. I'm, there are a lot of people know Max. And 
he's the president, and he is talking about trying to bring something like that back to Ohio. And cool. I'm not speaking for him, yeah. but let, let me just say there has been talks. Yeah. I don't know much about it, but, cool. you know, we're there to help. Yeah, and, I, I, and if we got to do it, we do it, you know? Yeah, so I, I'll that's, definitely... That's the man to talk to right there. Okay, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. I see him all over yeah. social media. Yeah, uh, he's, he's a hell of a guy, man. He's helped me out a lot. He didn't know me from Adam, and he heard about me or man, reached out to me, and I asked him to come over uh, and check it out. I'm not afraid to show off my hunt. I invite owners to come in. I invite actors to come in and uh, critique my stuff. Because if nobody tells me that this isn't, you know, the correct color, or you know what I'm saying, yep. uh, I can't get better. Exactly. And that's my job is to make my hunt better. And we're doing that still daily. We're still working on it. That's We've got a big surprise this weekend that we're putting out there. Sweet. That's, that's, really, and, that's uh, really good. Because haunting... There's never ending. It's never ending ever. Uh-uh. Never. It's 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 non going. It's the same thing like creating a character. It's it's never finished. Never. <laughs> if, and and that's what I you know my managers and stuff. I, I think uh, total staff I've got about seventy to seventy five, uh, and I've got a, I've got a great staff of managers that's helped me out. Uh, and, and they sit there and they talk about what all they do to get their stuff ready for game day. You know, that's what we call a game day. Yeah. And uh, and I just tell them, I said, if if you think it's something for you to watch your people work, you ought to be up from my view looking at how everybody's working together to make it all come true. You know, and, and it's amazing as an owner to sit here and watch everything you were talking about, you know, creating a character. You know, I've, we, we've created a haunt and it's just, amazing to sit there and look at yep. and i get pumped up we get chills down our spine as soon as we say you know green light green light green light man yep. the actors start hooting and a hollering i'm back in high school you know in my day <laughs> thinking about football they get me so pumped up absolutely now how many years uh, have you guys been running well, this is our third year oh wow wow good for yeah, you and, we, and, we're, and we're, we're still new to it you know we, we picked bad time to do it but you know like i said we got through it. We're, we're getting through it. You know, it's tough with Corona and all that. Uh, it just, it sucked. Yep. Cause it threw my permits off. It threw inspections off. So I got my permit literally five minutes before I opened back in October, three years ago. Chewy. So now, so, um, yeah. Once you tell us a little bit about your haunt and stuff, I know your guys' your guys's theme is wild, and it's it's a whole an adventure going through your haunt. Um, I it said, is. It is. It is like I I absolutely I won't say much so everybody can like see it on YouTube or just go to the actual haunt itself. But the ending was great. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. You know, and it's man, where do I, where do I start talking about the dungeon? You know. Uh, We've start, got a let's, total let's, of... Let's start with Rufus. <laughs> Rufus. All right. Rufus is the man. I call him the pimp of the dungeon because over the years, we've had different Rufuses, you know, and they passed on their legacy. Uh, but this current Rufus we got, he's, the Rufuses are the ruler of the dungeon. They're the ones that brought everyone in there uh, over the centuries. You know, so you may see in part of our haunt, you may see, you know, Eric Jordan's in a uh, crazy shirt, and then the very next scene you're going to see a zombie, and then the next scene you're going to see—you never know what you're going to see because, like I said, it's, 
my hunt's not really set to any time period yep. because everybody's different and when they got to the dungeon. And the story behind Rufus and and this is what I love about it is where he's brought all these people together and they're working together for what common goal. So a lot of my stories are not stories, but a lot of my characters are developed from our haunt theories as well. So there are a lot of thinking, a lot of planning on it. And when, when, when Rufus got this dungeon, you know, he needed uh, food. So he brought in our firewood. There are uh, cannibalistic, crazy, you know, hillbillies. I'm from Kentucky, and they still scare me. Right. So, uh, yeah, and that. then he realized, well, he said he needed a little spiritual help. So he brought in a bayou, Louisiana bayou, with a, a, a voodoo queen. And uh, he figured soon that he needed the medical history, or he needed medical stuff. So he brought in an asylum, the maniacal asylum, uh, where you, you get you can get exams, you have you ever seen a baby shoot out of a or a butt? <laughs> no. Booty baby boy, booty baby boy is a is is a crazy prop. Okay. It got most brutal childbirth last year from a uh, city blood. Okay. Uh, but like I said, it's just one of those things that you never know. <laughs> but the good thing about our show, uh, oh no, I'm still telling you about Rufus. I'll shut up. Like I said, I can talk about this all day, man. You only gave me an hour. Oh, you! I can, gotta open up. You, you so can, this is perfect. You, hey, you can talk as much as you want, man. <laughs> you go get me pumped up for tonight. So I'm Good. gonna get them. Go get them pumped up. Uh, but then Rufus, he sat there. He knew he had everything in place. He had his food. You know, he had a spiritual leader. He had medical attention. And he was like, man, I'm bored. So he said, man, I got to get something to keep me busy. So he brought went out and got the Jugular Brothers uh, and built them a world world famous Jugular Brothers circus and. We've got, oh, Lord, I couldn't even tell you, about an 8,000-square-foot 3D section. Holy crap. Uh, with with clowns everywhere, man. We've actually, uh, last year it started, the 3D started in our clown section. This year, man, I've brought it actually into the actual asylum to where it all ties together. And that's what we're trying to do, too, or what Rufus is trying to do this year. Because the other two years, he didn't get a chance to explain. He was too hard working. Right. Uh is how they all come together. You know, we want to tell our story. Nobody really understood what Rufus was the first two years. You know, they kept calling him a devil. You know, he's not the devil. You know, uh, I don't ever want to meet the devil personally. Right. <clears throat> but uh, Rufus is getting them all together. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're Let fine. me take a drink real quick. <laughs> so... And that's the story, part of the story that we want to get out about the dungeon and how it all comes together. Okay. Because you actually, you don't go to the portal once you leave Rufus's room. You get to meet Rufus at the beginning. Uh, and I, like I said, I'm going to brag about him. Uh, he actually got nominated uh, by Lindsay Baker with the Hunter Honeymooners uh, for the best actor of the year this year. That's so awesome. he gets to make about a two-minute video of himself and what haunting means to him and what Rufus means to him. So, you know, that's, you open the door, you hear the Candyman, or the theme from Candyman, because I'm scared to death of Candyman. Right. And he get his voice, and he does, you know, some Silence of the Lamb shit. <laughs> and, man, it sends, 
I'm telling you, it's dense chills down your spine. That's true. You hear that from a lot of people. Uh, but that's, like I said, you're not through to the dungeon yet. Once you leave him, that's where you got to fight through the rejects. And that's, this year we've added about another six to 7,000 square foot of haunt. Uh, we've added about 15 minutes onto the time. Oh, wait. Back to Main Street. I'm sorry. I told you I could talk all day, bro. No, you're fine. You're fine. Keep at it, man. Uh, but Main Street is the part where you got, that's where the rejects are trying to get your soul. So if they capture you or if they get in and grab you, uh, we're not a, we're not a touch on, but you know what I'm saying? If right. they can get your yeah. soul, you're staying. You know, your soul stays, so he gets to go with the rest of the group and try to get through to the dungeon. So once you make uh, once you make it past my my rejects, you got to get decontaminated. Uh, we added a couple. I can't tell you that, but you got to get decontaminated. And once you get decontaminated, you got to go through our portal. So we've got a vortex tunnel down there, and that's the portal to the actual dungeon. Oh, okay. So that the, the, this is what I'm trying to get the separation from, but then. Once you get in the dungeon, bringing it and pulling it all back together. Okay. And then, what, like I said, once you go through the portal, then you're actually in the dungeon, and that's what Ruthless has created. You know, the bayou, uh, the the firewoods. M- Mama's got some moonshine. She won't share it though. So it's so, basically you know. like the like your own version of the seven layers of hell. You know, I I, I don't know personally about the seven layers of hell. Uh, <laughs> You know, I guess I only want the four parts is what I guess. Okay. But that has been that has been mentioned to me, and I'm like, shit, maybe I should read up on that one day and figure out that. <laughs> hey, it does it's, sound it's a wild story. Digital, I promise. So, <laughs> 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 trust me, Lord, please. So, but, yeah, it's, I, I, that has been referenced. But once you get through all that, now you got to come back out another portal. So, uh we set that up with some claustroph- uh, claustrophobic walls this year to where now you've got to leave the dungeon. Okay. And that's one of those things. And once again, we're letting you know the story of the dungeon. And now you've got to leave. You made it through. So, <laughs> but as they always say, but wait, there's more. Right. There's always Can't more. say much more after that, but we still got, we still got plenty of time after that for you to have a good time and stuff, you that's, know, that's good. And I love the fact that, so, would you say that Rufus is the face of Hell's Dungeon this year? He is. He is. Wonderful. He is. Now, he, is that... He's um, up on our billboards and everything. Is that... Uh, it, with his makeup and stuff, is that a face prosthetic or is that a silicone mask? It's a silicone mask. Cool. It's a silicone mask, yeah. We're looking at getting him one because to see his actions and stuff like that is, is really awesome and the mask hides it, you yes. know. Yeah. Uh, Plus, he's a big boy. He gets hot in that silicone mask. Oh, I feel that. Yeah, we we wear silicone masks at Land of Illusion, and they're they're pulling the butt, man. Because, you know, you know, running around and screaming and sliding and doing all that fun stuff for you know six or seven hours, wearing that like five pound mask on your head, it 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 wears you out. Hey, I got to give props out to all you actors because, yeah. man, I get in there. Like I said, I never acted. I'm just the impromptu kind of guy. You get to fill in whatever mood's in. You go have fun, you know, out there. And I'll just hop in and act with them and stuff, and I go all over the hunt. And one that's trying to help them learn impromptu, yeah. you know, instead of a scripted. I don't want scripted. I want this is the moment. This is what happens. Let's get it. That's right. 
That's a hundred percent right. So that that's what we work with. Man, I like I said, I'm dead tired after two hours. Yeah. You know, and I don't wear a mask or nothing like that. You know, my face is ugly enough. <laughs> so I'm glad you asked for a podcast instead of a TV interview. <laughs> hey, you never know. We may we may uh, be switching the video here soon. <laughs> Yeah, hey, we, you call me, brother. Yeah. Call me. Well, I'm I'm really I'll excited uh, about this interview because one, you seem like a really humble guy that really cares about what he's what he's doing, and there's not a lot of Han owners out there that really honestly give a fuck about their Han actors, but you really yeah. care, and we, I can tell oh, just man. in your voice and your stories yes, and stuff. Um, there's yes, a sir. gentleman in South Carolina, North Carolina, Words of Terror. Where's that at? North Carolina. North Carolina. Uh, it's a haunt called Woods of Terror. And the owner out there, Bone Daddy, um, he is. He reminds me of you a lot because he really cares about his haunt and his haunt actors. Um, yeah. And he lets everybody know that he cares. And I can't appreciate you enough for giving the initiative to these kids to all these rejects that don't feel like they're welcome and you open your arms to them. So oh, yeah. thank you so much for being a really good Han owner because I don't, I hear stories from Corey or from when Corey tells us from Ani's stories uh, about her experience and stuff. And it's always good things, always great things. So again, you know, and thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I pre- and it means a lot to hear that because, you know, I was raised by humble parents and, and, I tried to pass that on. And like I said, when I was in the Air Force, uh, I did a lot of youth sports with coaches or kids and stuff. And, man, I couldn't tell you how many kids I coached over the years. Uh, most of the time I'd have three teams and I'd only have two kids, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's how much I loved it. And just mm-hmm. just to see and, – and I always tell my Han actors uh, what I used to always tell my, my football, my baseball, or basketball teams that at the beginning of the year – you know, with them, with sports, it's not. You know, it's a win or loss. You're right. It's just that way. But it's not. You shouldn't judge the whole season on that because what you do is you go in at the beginning and that's where you start. But at the end of the season, if you've gotten better and you've worked harder and that makes you a better person, that's your win record right there. That's your Super Bowl to me, as is what I used to teach it, and this is what I teach them as well. You know, in the haunt, uh, I'm, I'm. I'm strict with them. I have manners. You know, they got to say yes. You know, I used to I used to have to say yes, sir. Right. Uh, but I just tell them it's not yeah, it's yes. Yep. You know, you young man comes up, somebody shakes your hand, stand up, look him in the eye. That's what you got to do, you know. And, and I tell them that goes a long way. And we've actually got uh, one of our clowns, Bonkers, is a, is a perfect example. I love telling his story because he come in with his cousin, and they were just so shy. They, you know, they didn't talk. They were real awkward. They'd go and, you know, they'd come and help me. They helped me open my haunt. Without them that first summer, I couldn't open. Uh, they come in, and they want to be clowns. I said, man, there's no way you two are too awkward. And I ended up working with them all summer long. I'd tell them, go home and watch YouTube. Find your clown. Try to mimic it. They'd come in next day. I'd holler at them at the other side of the haunt. Hey, give me a laugh. They'd do some stupid laugh or just giggle. Nope, you failed, you know. Man, that first night they put that mask on and that light went off. Bonkers is the guy, uh, is the clown I'm talking about. He just went nuts. Yep. He just literally went nuts. And me and, my, me and my good friend Sean sit there 
and looked like, what in the hell is this kid doing? He was just some socially awkward kid, but he put that mask on and his life changes. And that's, that's, that's the crazy thing because Steve and I were just talking about this and he mentioned to me, it's weird. As soon as you put on your mask, it's a whole different story. It's, it's just boom, just like that. And like, I'm a very open person, uh, in haunting and out of haunting, but because that's because I just I just I've been doing it for 16 years. That just overcame my life. That's just who I am. But before I actually started haunting, I was the shyest kid around. With people that are close to me, yeah, I'll goof off and do my thing, and I'd show like my ass a little bit. But with people that I don't know, I would never do that. I would like if I was if I was doing interviews now, 16 years ago, I wouldn't be talking as much as I would. Sometimes Steve has to push the shut the fuck up button because sometimes I can't stop talking. But Yeah, I, I get that about every night uh, right before game time. You know, shut up, Fred. We got to get our people in line. Yep, yep. And I just love how it changes, and I can go out and just be me. I can lose my mind. I, uh, two weeks ago, I was haunting at, uh, at land and I lost my marbles. I got too deep into my character and it was hard for me to get out of my character several hours after the haunt closed. But yeah. it's just, I was so happy that the guy Rex that came out and videoed your guys's haunt, he captured that moment. I've never seen myself lose my mind and I finally was able to see it. And I'm like, Oh no, what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> and I loved yeah. it. And people were just like, really just like you know this is this is really awkward like with my character i go through different several characters because i'm super adhd i (laughs) love making people feel awkward and i want them to understand that i i want to make sure that i feel very unwelcomed and i want them to understand that i i'm not there to you know entertain you make you laugh or anything i'm just there to make you feel (laughs) as awkward as possible and it works. Well, well, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Don't don't apply to Hell's Dungeon then. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I know we're talking about your characters. Uh, but no, or, or you were talking. I'm sorry. No, you're Go okay. ahead. No, no, I was done. You're good. Okay, but I do want to give I gotta give a shout out to Rex, Rex man. He he heard about us, uh, contacted me, and this is what's making me feel good because I know my name's getting out because people are reaching out to me. Mm-hmm. You know. I want to know what to say a year ago. Yeah, we're open. We're scared to death. You know, we ain't got actors. We ain't got walls, permits, you know. But this year, I can tell you about all the successes that we're having and stuff. Good. And Rex come in and, and just did a phenomenal job. You know, some people said, oh, you know, I wish he wouldn't, you know, film so much of the haunt. I don't care. Because you can look at the scenery at my haunt. That never changes. Yep. But my actors change. Exactly. You know. You read the reviews. You were talking about you want to make them feel unwelcome. You don't want to make them laugh and this and that. I watched a uh, movie, or it's on Prime. I don't know if you've seen it. The Art Behind the Scare or something like that. I can never remember the name of it. But it's got Dent Schoolhouse, Erebus, uh, Headless Horseman, as they're getting ready to open for the season. No, they're actually just talking to the owners. And the very first, Ed Erebus, one of my heroes in this, the first thing it opened up with, what is the perfect scare? Yep. He said, I can't answer that. And he said, because what scares you don't scare everybody else. So what they do is they, it, well, what I've changed it to is I know I'm not going to scare everybody, but I want you to get your money's worth and I want you to have a good time. Yep. We'll so see. you are going to laugh. About it. We're not a shit your pants scare. You, I don't want that. You'd you love know? me then. 
Yeah. You'd love yeah. me because um, <laughs> Snags has been doing 16. I've been doing this 30. I've been doing this 30 okay. years. And okay. it's weird and kind of cliche on how this came back. When I first started, I started off as a clown, and I've done almost everything. Yeah. And then here it is back to when I came back to when we started Dark Carousel, I went back to being a clown. And even at land, we're running into issues to where they're wanting to take that away from me. To where, mm. as a roamer, they they think there's too many clowns because we have a clown house already. But as a roamer, it doesn't matter. It should be the fact that I'm here to entertain. But I tell mm. I, I tell everybody because even at land, when we have guests come in and they're walking around, and I don't know if you've ever been to land, but land's huge. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. Oh yeah. When all the customers that got are, me into this as well. And uh, when I try to explain to people, people go, well, "Why aren't you scaring me? I'm not here to scare you. I'm here to make uh-huh. sure you're having a good time." My job, I'm a traditional clown. Yes, if I scare you, fine. But if I don't, I'm not mad about it. I'm here to joke around, have fun, and if I can make you laugh or at the end of the night come back and say to me, you were the best thing here and I enjoy you very much, I did my job. Mm Mm-hmm. But then, so, so remember, I said he couldn't apply to Hell's Dungeon, but I never said you couldn't apply to Hell's Dungeon. <laughs> oh, when, when I when I said I don't want them to feel unwelcome, I, I make sure that I don't feel welcome. See, Snags, that's, that's, that's oh, what I okay. yeah. Don't yeah. pay attention. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm kidding, and we have that too. You know, don't get me wrong. You know, we've got our scares. Right. You know, yeah. we 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 have enough. You know, we have a lot of scares. You, you can't know, pay but attention like I said, to him. He's an asshole. Don't pay attention to him. <laughs> <laughs> He's. I tell him that all the time at land. He's an asshole, and that's why I try to tell customers. You come to land to to have fun and be scared. Fine. You have six houses to go through. Let them yep. scare you. Yep. I am out here to yep. walk around and entertain. And again, I use my peripherals. So when I'm acting and just dancing around, acting stupid, again, I see people that are scared. Then I'll go after them if I need to. But when I'm interacting with that one person that came up to me and wants their picture taken and stuff, I feel them out. And again, I've been doing this long enough. I can judge and feel. Mm-hmm. And I know what they need. So if they need to be scared, I'll scare them. But if they're not the type that's really scared, but they're kind of cautious, I'll still joke with them and tease them a little bit. But my main focus is kids. I want the people. There's some of these people that bring four, four or five year olds, sometimes younger to these haunts. So I get down on my knees and I talk to them. I wave to them and I make these kids feel welcome Mm -hmm. and show them that, you know what? It's all fake. It's just for fun. And not all of us monsters are bad. And by the end of the night, I have parents walking up to the owners and management and saying, Hey, that guy over there, he's the reason why I'm coming back because he got down and, you know, made my child feel welcome at a haunt when I know his job is naturally just to scare the living shit out of them, but he didn't do that. He made them feel comfortable to where they're actually going to remember this and enjoy this. Yep. Yes. Come on up, brother. We we eat about five o'clock. So come on up. (laughs) Yeah. That's the beauty. Because we are the same exact way. I couldn't have said, I'm not going to go through my stuff because you just said it. You know, if, if kids come through, you know, we give, well, we give glow sticks out, you know, uh, just to let our actors know, don't go at them hard. Still give them a show. Yep. But if the people behind them, get them, but leave them alone. Absolutely. And if we have a kid that's petrified, crying, this or that, we're the same way. Get down on the knees. We'll take our mask off. Hey, you know, it's just us. You know, come on. You know, and like you said, then they'll be able to go through. Uh, but we even give adults glow sticks, and it's funny because they'll actually, they're worse than the kids. They'll go around the corner, you know, hollering, I got a glow stick, I got a glow stick, just so the next person won't stare them. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but we don't want to terrify kids where they don't want to come back. 
Yeah. We want them, you know, how many times ago people say, oh, I hate the dentist because the first time I went, it did this or that. Right. You know, I, I don't want that for the haunt. I don't want somebody to say, well, I don't go back because of Hell's Dungeon. Some haunts like that. Good well, we we know we've we've worked at yeah. plenty of haunts that are like that, and I'm not afraid to say it. Terror Town's like that. Yeah, Terror Town. Terror yeah. They Terror Town, in my opinion, is not a haunt. They are more of McKinney Manor type shit. They want to torture people. Oh, you buy the red bracelet, that's it. Yeah, and yeah. then they get to abuse no, you, they, throw you to the ground and shit. When, no. when it comes to haunting, like through my eyes and stuff, like I like I'm like sweet tonight. Like I won't go hard on kids whatsoever. Yes, I may look terrifying and scary, but I'll change my act. I mean, I'm a dad. I have kids of my own, and I I don't want my kids to be completely terrified of who I am. Uh, my two year old, he, I haven't found anything that he's not afraid of. He's not afraid of anything, and when it blows my mind. Um, hey, but, I, I got grandkids, so I'm you know, uh, and boys, I, I'm teaching them. You know, I keep telling everybody that's your future boss. There, y'all better suck up now. <laughs> And that's and that's and that's so fun. And I love when when kids come through and they look like they're scared. And like when we're sliding and stuff, they love seeing us slide on the concrete or throwing sparks or you know scaring their parents. But looking at them and say, "Hey, won't you go at it? Won't you try to scare them?" Or I'll hand them my knife and they try to jab at me and stuff. And it's like they, I love yeah. one them. I want them to feel welcome and say, "Hey, man, oh, you know, yeah. this is this is not just." Scary things. You can go out and have fun with us too, and I yeah. and I love oh, yeah. that. And I love when haunt actors. Cause I remember when I was younger. I don't know what haunt it was. I was probably you know six or seven years old. Absolutely terrified of haunted houses. And I remember yeah. my dad was carrying me through a haunt. I'm so scared, so freaking scared. And at the end of the haunt, this guy came out and he kept following us. And I didn't like that. I didn't like the fact that he was following us. But he tried to stop us. And he ended up stopping us, and he took his mask off, and he told us, everything's all right. Everything's fine. Everything's fake. Everything, we're just here to scare you. He let me put on the mask. He let me hold the mask, and he took me and my dad and my brother and walked back into the haunt and showed us what his scene was before the other customers came in. And I love yeah. that. And I remember that my whole entire life, that, wow, man, this is this is fun. Again, I was still, I'm still, I'm yeah. 30 years old and I'm still absolutely terrified of haunts. <laughs> he, it's not just haunts. He's terrified at work. Anybody that comes up behind him too fast, he jumps and wants to swing. So <laughs> Now we know why he, he don't want to scare himself. Basically. Yeah, that's pretty a, much. That's I'm a big old wimp. <laughs> hey, it happens. It happens, you know. Well, I, I know yeah, uh, when I'm, I'm on your website and I see all these wonderful pictures of your guys' characters, you know, and it's just it's just remarkable to capture these moments and to let everybody see what really goes on behind the doors and it's not even just the the scaring it's the family it's the atmosphere oh, yeah. it's the like yeah. how you guys throw out the your guys's rewards from scare factor Ohio Valley haunts you know Haunted Honeymooners, all these, like, shout-outs and stuff. You guys were in Haunters Against Hate like we were. We were in Haunters Against yeah. Hate Volume 1 and okay. 3. three. Yep. And um, I love that. And, and Paul's, Paul's doing a great thing. Paul's you know? doing uh, And I've talked to him, you know, about my theory and stuff, you know, because, you know, somebody said, well, go talk to him, see if, you know, like I said, people look at rejects, and they're like, oh, wow, you're calling us rejects. No, we're saying we're rejects. Mm-hmm. But Paul's done good. And like I said, the reason why I give him shout-out is 
I wouldn't be here without them. Like I said, Travis, my buddy Bobby of Connecticut, you know, all kinds of, it, if it wasn't spread out at Face Your Fears, you know, he comes to my haunt. He gave me tips before I opened. He said, you're not my competition. He said, we need to work together. And that's what we're trying to do as well with some other haunts is trying to get industry nights going. And that's basically where, say, you know, we'll just say land would open up on this day and the other actors from other haunts can come. And then the next Wednesday I would open up and everybody from Land of Illusion and everybody from the other haunts could come. And then that way we could see what what's out there because we don't, you know, we're, we work. Well, you know, we, shit. We, I ain't got time to go to den. Yeah, we uh, we tried that one year. Well, it's been two. Yeah. We tried that a couple times at land. We tried that. We did that with USS Nightmare. And okay. it, yes, it's a good idea, but the only problem is it's called maturity. Actors don't know how to handle themselves, and it caused conflict because, like, for example, when we went to USS Nightmare, we went through, uh, you know, landed. A lot of actors, there's like 60 or 70 of us that just got together, and we all carpooled down. And uh, the manager at the time, went up to the owner and said, hey, we're here, Um, you ready for us? And he's like, yeah, go ahead. So we all went through, and it was a dead night. Like, there was nobody hardly there. It was just mainly just the land people. We went through, and we noticed a lot of their actors said the same thing. Go see the captain. Go see the captain. And it was kind of like a broken record. So when we all came out, we weren't really that impressed, but we also had a younger group with us. Yeah, and that that younger group caused caused problems. So and it, and it made us look really bad. But then, yeah, you know, again, they were dead. There was nobody hardly there, and you could see that their actors were bored out of their mind. They were walking around on the outside of the boat because they were just bored. There was nobody there. So then our manager said, "Hey, do you want us to go through again?" And the owner was like, "I don't know if I really want you guys to go through again because a lot of my actors, you know, were complaining that you guys were joking and laughing the whole time and." Yeah. It, it wasn't that big of a deal to you guys. And well, so it's like, what do you yeah, do? And I can see that. And, you know, it's what I always tell my actors. When you go to another hunt, you're going to be on your best behavior. Yep. You know, like I said, just like when you go out in life, you're going to be on your best damn behavior. You don't talk trash. You know, you don't do this. You know, we had a young man did something this year on a review. He didn't know. He didn't think. But we was able to talk to him. And it's like. Just have the ethics, you know, the, the hunter's code. Don't don't start no shit. I don't want no drama. I don't want nobody walking around saying, well, Hell's Dungeon went over here and started all this shit. Uh, so, but the good thing is, I'm telling you with the uh, Ohio Hunters Association, it's bringing the hunt owners together to where we become friends, to where we feel that we could do bring our group down or bring their group, because they've come down to see us already this year. The owners have, and we've been up there. So we built a friendship like that. So that's what we're hoping that we can build with them. You know, right. yeah, you, you know, your experience wasn't the greatest, uh, but once again, the Louisville haunts do that. I think there's like seven haunts, like within I don't know how far of each other, uh, but they do that, and they've been doing it for about five, four or five years now. Yeah, and it's worked out great for them. Now I'm sure it's not all been you know rainbows and butterflies, but yeah. they're yeah. still doing it. I I just think like. When it comes to, like, again, I'm not dogging on my own haunt and stuff, but there's a lot of just, uh, a lot of kids out there that just do it for the money, and there's also a lot of people out there that do it for haunting and that respect haunting. 
and it's it's really hard for you know we have over you know 200 employees that work out there and yeah it's it's a it's a handful and there's different varieties of different people and um, sometimes it is hard to manage those people that act like they can do whatever they want and sometimes the authority is not there um, I'm lucky enough to be a part of the you know people that actually enjoy haunting and that absolutely love yeah. every atmosphere. Doesn't matter what you guys look like, what you do, how you do it. It's just your haunting. That's that's the biggest yeah. thing that I respect. And like yeah. when I go through haunts, I want to go there for a good time. I want to go make sure that I want to get the full experience that I'm paying for and enjoying. I'm there not just to you know see a haunt i'm going there to see their scenes going there to see their actors going there for the atmosphere going there for the entertainment and some people just don't respect that and i i hate when you know other haunts come through and they act like their haunts better it's like guys we're in the same oh yeah yeah Um, you know you you and and that's what gets me everybody's haunts different i can't crack on nobody's haunt i can't say nothing bad about nobody's haunt because everybody has their own style yep you know so i give them props because it's hard you know i'm a retired vet you know working my ass off uh making this haunt happen so uh, i forgot where i was going with my bird my squirrel went by me real quick you know sure <laughs> But that's what that's what we're doing is like I said, building some relationships with some haunts and stuff, and and it, it's a great experience. Right. So that's what I was talking about. I'm not dogging another haunt, yeah, yeah. you know, because it's tough. It's tough, man. And you put your blood, sweat, and tears in it. You don't need you know some little snot nosed kid running around saying, "Oh, well, you know this or that." You know, I just say, "Yeah," but do you have a booty baby boy? And they shut up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but. Well, I'll tell you what, but there man, are we, some hot to do that. We gotta, we gotta get out there and meet you. And Come on, yes, sir. Do a bunch of shit. I know you guys do a Christmas hunt, correct? We do, we do, we do a Christmas hunt. We actually did a murder mystery dinner uh, Valentine's last year, mm, and be... then and then we opened up the haunt afterwards, and that went really smooth. Well, hopefully. Uh... Uh, I I definitely want to try to see if we can come out there and work with you guys one night. Hey, and that's the thing we we asked other haunts uh, Rex. He he put on his terrifier outfit, went around, worked in the queue line. Said, "Man, could I come back in October if I got a night? Come back anytime. My haunt's open. Right. You know, as long as you respect it and you're not running your mouth or spying. I, I don't give a shit about spying. Yeah. Well, you gonna go back and tell somebody I got, like I said, a booty baby boy? So. <laughs> well, all come that's yours, it. and that's that's your stuff. Because I remember. Uh, yeah. Corey and Ani saying that you guys you guys own a lot of your own characters and that's your guys' stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. Every yeah, and that's yeah, a all good the thing masks, to have. We provide a lot of stuff. We we don't have a lot of. Uh, we're starting to get a couple because we're new, uh, but we're starting to get some established characters coming in. Good. You know, Bubbles, our clown, he come in our first year and he was great in the queue line. He helped us. You know, so we've got a few, uh, but you know we. It's our character, but it's their character because we want them to do what they want to do, how they can do the best. I'm not going to tell somebody how to act. I give them my vision of the room, you know, and I think you can tell my past and my love for my haunt and my voice and stuff. And I always tell them, take pride in your character. So somebody could give a walk around to my haunt 
and uh, oh yeah, that's cool. Oh yeah, well that's cool room, or you know that's a cool booty baby boy. And <laughs> I get a dollar every time I say booty baby boy, so <laughs> that's four now. But once you go around and I tell you my my thought of the room, my thought of the reject as we talk, yeah, you know, I'll give personalized stores. I mean, you know, not personalized, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, and you could fill that room before it's even built or done. And and I tell my actors, give me your vision as well. What do you expect? You know, and. I know where the jump scares are. I know where this prop is. I know how to help you with this room. And and that's really helped because, like I said, I, I don't want my actors to be on a leash. You know, we've got one one young lady. Uh, she's covering, like, a room running around all night yelling, screaming. But at the end of the night, she's smiling. She's happy. She's tired as hell. That's all that matters. But, you know, to see at the end of the night them walking in uh, with smiles on their face and, you know, the paint smeared off of them and stuff is it's awesome that's great <laughs> you know that's great that's and i'm just so happy that the way you guys run your haunt the way you run it and you guys are just one it just sounds like a, a big massive family that cares about what they're doing we we do brother we yeah, do right. you know we, we pull plenty of you know young kids into the office and talk to them because they don't have the best you know thing going on at home okay. what can we do to help all right. You know, bought shoes for kids. And it's not just me. That's the way all my, my uh, that's the way all my haunt or my, my rejects are. Not my rejects, but our rejects are, you know. Yeah. We take care of each other. You know, if they see one of our characters down or one of our actors down, they'll pull them in and talk to them, you know. Well. And like I said, it's a great feeling. It's a great, it's <clears throat> after the season's over, it feels good, but not the same well it's like you said on your website and i'm looking at it right now it says to the people who are always there together we are stronger no matter what and i i I just read that i'm like wow that's that that's a lot that right there is a lot and that's a that's a good thing to keep in like our our hearts and to let everybody know that we're not just scary people we are normal people just like everybody else and we're there to either make you happy make you scared or you know it is what it is we're, yeah, we're I'm all here out to there to have fun. We're out there to have fun, put on a show for everybody, and let everybody know who we are. We're haunters. Yep, and sir. you guys are heads. And who we are at the Dutton is we are rejects. Exactly. I like that. Oh, and I, and I like that's that our chance. Oh. Well, man, I uh, I appreciate you taking time out of your yes, day sir. and doing this for us. Um, are you guys hey, open tonight it. at uh, 7 o'clock? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Eight, eight, yep. to, eight o'clock. to twelve. Eight to midnight. Eight to midnight. Yep. Okay. Um, this uh, episode itself will release on the tenth of October. Of October, it will be on iHeartRadio, okay. Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and also Anchor. Um, so, man, you didn't tell me all that. I would have wore a nicer shirt. Or something. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah I told God. you I've never done a fight, man. Y'all pop my cherry. <laughs> well, you here you are. Hell podcast, yeah, podcast, man. So I appreciate it. You you're, know, you're welcome. Uh, I know we're. I want to try to get a hold of you. Um, if we can't Are get we out still there, on yeah, yeah, we're still near. Okay. Yeah, we definitely okay. want to try okay. to get a hold of you. Um, if not, you know, try to get out there this season, definitely. or even just try to come out there and act with you guys uh, during the Christmas thing. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, perfect, brother. You know, and like I said, you know how that stuff is. It's a little slow. 
but we're, you know, like I said, our name's getting out there, numbers getting up. This has got to be our year, yeah. you know, and that's what I keep telling them. That that's our motto this year. They don't know it until I just said it, but this is our year. <laughs> this is our year. You know? Well, by golly, so, we heard it that, first. <laughs> yes, you heard it first, and then I'll remember it on October 10th because I don't remember shit, and my yeah. crew will tell you that. Well, I'll, so. I'll end up sending you like the links and stuff. We I always try okay. to do. Um, like edit photos for, and he'll promote and stuff I'll promote for, you, so. for you guys. Uh, just do the shame for us and we'll do the same for you. Um, definitely yep, um, send those links whenever we do post them on all the other uh, major platforms that we're on and stuff. And we'll definitely try to, you know, get your story out there. Hey man, I really appreciate it. Like I said, without people like you or Rex or, I, like I said, I wouldn't be here, man. So I really, really appreciate y'all taking time out, you know, and and letting me tell my story of the rejects. And I'm gonna tell you now, read my, my read my reviews. I'm just gonna put it out there. My actors have energy. Yes, they do. And they interact so much. And like I said, it's not always in your face scaring you, but all our reviews, you know, there's some of them that you know. Uh, hilarious haunt. I'm thinking, shit, you know, a hilarious haunt. <laughs> I don't know if that's good. But then they say, no, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of scares, but you get your money's worth. Yeah, yeah that's all that matters. That's so, all that matters. Yeah. Well, yes, I sir. hope you guys and have. Rains, you don't get wet. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And it's indoors. <laughs> Figure it out, guys. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, again, I hope you guys have a wonderful night tonight and you guys get a bunch of business. And just either way, if you guys don't have business it. or not, have fun. Stay spooky. Yes, sir. All right, thank you, sir. Thank you. Have have a good night. See ya. You too. Bye. Guys, that was Fred Hearn from Hell's Dungeon. What a remarkable person. Uh I love his energy. I love his story. He he's he just seems like a very humble guy. He's very wonderful. <laughs> um, that was loud. Um, so guys, go check out Hell's Dungeon at let me read the address to you real quick. <clears throat> Hell's, you want to get to the point, yeah. mister. Now, what is? I'm what are you to trying it. to tell us? Calm down, calm down. It is 3866 Linden Avenue, Dayton, Ohio. Guys, go check them out. Hell's Dungeon. Um, they are open from 8 p.m. to 11 to, a, sorry, to midnight, midnight. Uh, Friday and Saturday. Um, Shut the fuck up! <laughs> let me get You're always making things difficult. Yeah, tell me about it. Um, open Fridays and Saturdays only through September 10th through November 5th. Doors open at 8 p.m. and close at midnight. Um, tickets are $24 uh, at the door and online. So, guys, go check them out. Go to Hell's Dungeon. That's uh, survivehellsdungeon.com. Go check them out, guys. That's Snags. I'm Sweets. We're and, out. Yeah, Fuck y'all. See you guys. <laughs> yeah, again, I'm Snags. Fuck you guys. I love you so much. Go check out Hell's Dungeon. Fred Hearn, guys. See ya. And again, stay spooky.